Welcome back to the Verbal Reasoning Podcast. Um, we know it's been a while, but we're back with a banger and we've got a lot to cover today. So um, sorry about the delay, and but we're back and ready. And here we go, I guess. Um, since our last episode, we were talking about Andrew Tate, you know, the kind of big celebrity that he is, you know, why has he risen to ascendancy so quickly, you know, whether he's a valid businessman or whether his credentials are actually what they're worth or should we really just disregard him as as a flash in a pan that will eventually end um and also was he to- was he toxic which we had a great conversation about and um yeah feel free to go back to that episode to recap but in this episode there's been some updates Aaron, on Tate's life mm-hmm. um so it's, it's very interesting actually so i believe he's been banned now and in a sense of every, pretty much every social media outlet has completely banned him, which is very interesting. Um, And um, I don't know, it seems like it's a coordinated attack in a sense um, for for them to ban him at the same time as well. Um, So I I don't know, I want to get your initial thoughts. What do you think about that? Like, do you think that's, um, do you think it was coming? Uh, I think when you have a polarizing figure nowadays, everyone views like, you know, being cancelled, so to speak, on social media or whatever as the the highest punishment you can get. So um, I guess ultimately this was the direction it was heading in. Uh, But I do find it funny that they're kind of giving him the Donald Trump treatment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. just Like like we said in the last episode, uh, as much uh, vim as people have for this guy is how much power they give him. And by, I think, you know, uh, blocking him on all of these things, I don't know if it'll be a temporary ban or a permanent one, but all that's really happening is uh, a lot of his stuff that was getting pushed on social media wasn't directly from any of his channels anyway. It was from his supporters. So they would upload clips of him. Uh, So I think all that's going to happen now is they're just going to double down and upload even more clips of him. All he has to do is put those clips out there on the internet which I think he's doing through something called Rumble, which I hadn't heard of before. But, you know, I mean, uh, him switching over there is, I'm sure, going to give Rumble a lot of traffic as well. So let's see. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's exactly what you said. Like, you can't you can't just do this and then expect nothing to happen. It's But you're basically giving him more ammo. And uh, the kind of supporters, you know, vehement supporters that you have are, are quite dedicated. And like you said, a lot of the promotion wasn't him himself. It was his supporters basically promoting his stuff. And in a, in a sense, actually, you validate their points. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he was always against establishment in a way. And, and yeah, by they doing made this, him a martyr. Yeah, they made him a martyr. So now they're, now they're gassed, and we're going to see even more publications on him and probably even more, and bringing attention more to him. So it's, it's always jokes when they try to, like, cancel or, like... Do you know what I mean? When they have, one, they have a desired effect in their head, they, as in, like, whoever, whoever is against said person and then they just do like the exact thing which will actually put fuel on the fire which is i think going to be the case because to be honest i thought he was dying off anyway like like towards the, the latter part of of this whole yeah he was becoming thing. more of a caricature i think yeah yeah exactly but now that they've added him they gave him basically a reason to exist and a value he's just going to keep on cropping up and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think um, one of the basically, I had never heard of this woman before, right? But her name is Drew Afuelo or something, something like that. Afuelo, Afuelo. I'm not sure who she is, but 
I'd literally never seen this person before. But then now that this has happened, I constantly hear about, well, what about her? She's the female version of Andrew Tate and uh, nothing's happened to her. So it's kind of now pushing this kind of um, man vs. woman agenda even further now. Right, right, right. So um, now what we're getting is everyone is saying, well, okay, if you're going to cancel Andrew Tate, well, we're going to use the word cancel. I don't really, I don't really like that word, but okay. If you're going to cancel Andrew Tate, then what about, and then they're listing different people. And I think this Drew ladies seems to be on top of the hit list for some reason. Like I said, I have no clue who she is. I've never watched a single video of hers. Never even, she's never popped up on my FYP before this. So I don't really know who she is, but um. Yeah, what kind of like what happened with Donald Trump is happening here, where if you ban someone uh, because of them saying X, Y, Z, then there's always going to be other people who say, well, what about this person? What about that person? And it just sets off this chain reaction of events where now everyone is being, you know, called up to the, uh, you know, the jury <laughs> box or whatever. You know, everyone's yeah. being called up to the guillotine and who's going to go and who isn't now needs to be decided. Mm, it's kind of like... Um lynch mob style where like it's basically people gathering momentum to just cancel someone completely without really a due i i, I guess you can't really do a like a, a there's no a due diligence assessment. for this you know what yeah, I mean? you can't he, really he do gives it, his yeah. opinions if he's popular because of those opinions then but then like you know do you shut him down because you deem them as wrong who but deems why did it, it as right why is it so quick to shut him down? But Katie Hopkins has been saying some mad, mad stuff. You know, like the maddest, really, honestly, like if you deep it, compared yeah. to what he's been saying. I mean, I think she stuff. is blocked as well. Like she yeah, has finally, been banned on everything. Yeah, but it finally. took, as you said, like 10, 15 years for them to do that. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they get their yardstick. Is it because he has a lot of traction? Maybe he was like a top three trending person on Twitter or whatever platforms he he was on. But it's, it's quite interesting. I don't think that technique works because you can see like as what we saw with Trump and now him, they just end up going to other platforms. And when you do that, you, they, they drag their fan base with them and their fan base are already extreme. Now, if you take these extreme people and put them by themselves, <laughs> do you know what I mean? In their own little bubble, it just gets even worse. So yeah. And I, I mean, know. even with, with like Trump as well, um, Again, it, their fan bases are the ones who disseminate their their videos and disseminate whatever it is that they're saying. So realistically, banning them on your app doesn't necessarily do anything unless you introduce like, you know how you can mute words on Twitter? Like if you unless you introduce something where you like literally mute videos that have mm. a resemblance to Andrew Tate. So any bald man can't have a TikTok anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, unless you do sense. that, how would you be able to completely wipe off that content? So, uh, yeah, like I said, they're, they're just going to jump onto a different platform. And, you know, ultimately, I don't agree really with, um, you know, that type of let's just ban him off completely. Mm. Um if if there if he is developing this massive following, you kind of need to look at why that's happening, yeah, and exactly. question that rather than, you know, almost make this guy into like a deity of, oh, he's trying to bring back masculinity, and now they're trying to stop him from doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah exactly. shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? But it's, is if you just block him on everything, then it, it like you said, it gives it gives uh, a bit of validity, yeah, to his to his you know words or whatever mm, mm. 
do you think we're going to be seeing more of this kind of actions on social media, especially like since society is quite polarized as well on all all different topics? Do you think we already are, though? We already are. I mean, uh, there's already like 10 different regions of Andrew Tape that's popped up. Uh, Mm. Sneeko is probably the most famous one that's come after him. Um, but then there's also like this British guy. Whenever I'm scrolling, I sometimes come across his videos where people are taking piss out of him, to be fair. But it's like he's literally just copying the exact same, you know, blueprint that Andrew Tate put out. And all right, of them right. are promising a return to masculinity, which is like, you know, intrinsically linked with, okay, how do we subjugate women uh, and therefore become masculine ourselves? Mm. Uh, which is just from his playbook, isn't it? So, and it's all about, you know, money 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 how can you make the most money how can you you know never sleep always be away grind for it that sort of rhetoric which is really popular with especially like teenage boys i think mm. and and to be fair some middle-aged men as well but um i think it is attractive because obviously like it, it's not easy it, you know it's not hard to see why it's attractive like having more oh, absolutely money is attractive yeah. do you know what i mean like and it's a weird kind of self-help but is I mean I think there's like a there's a limit to it because I do agree like working hard is a good um, is a good uh, trait to have. Do you know what I mean? You, you, even this me, is like, why I said the the Alex Jones effect mm. of Andrew Tate. Like yes, I agree that a person should work hard, but also selling into this idea that you know your value is directly linked to how much uh, money you can make. Yeah, it's yeah, not really a good else. message to pass on to young boys who, I agree, yeah. you know, we know that, for example, in, in London, not that I'm saying Andrew Tate is the result, is the cause of uh, knife violence in, in the UK. But what I'm trying to just, the point I'm trying to put forward is that, uh, you know, we know a lot of young people are already quite materialistic. They want to show off their wealth and whatever, just like the rappers are. Um, and if you keep telling them that, no, you're only valuable if you, have money or if you have you know goods what's going to happen to these young men who obviously don't have the means to make that money they're going to get desperate mm. because they believe that their value is linked directly to having these materialistic goods mm. so yeah i agree with self-help definitely definitely is a thing that you know working hard and uh, going to the gym make sure you're physically fit making sure you know um you're successful at your endeavors of course yeah be the best that you can be exactly no no one's saying that that's something you shouldn't do anyway but uh it's it's the way the message is being conveyed that's a bit worrying i agree yeah yeah i agree but it's interesting and it's kind of a good case study i mean they usually these people come come up because they're just a reflection of society anyway like it's not him that exists it already exists in society it's just he's become popular because he fit into the mold of that societal figure. So it's interesting to see this and kind of... I mean, these guys come every generation, do you know what I mean? And yeah. as social media grows, their fame is going to grow as well. Because before, if you remember, there was like the Hodge twins. Jordan mm-hmm. Peterson, I guess, would be considered like the one gen before this. And then Ben Shapiro as well. He's part of that little group where it's kind of like, oh, I'm, an, I'm a masculine man's man. And... You know, here's what you need to do to be successful. Like these self-help guys that preach stuff over um, over social media have always existed. I think Andrew Tate probably is so far the most successful one in terms of like his reach. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But I wouldn't compare him to Jordan Peterson. I, I think, think yeah, I think Jordan sad. Peterson was a bit of a mad one to throw in there. But like yeah, I, the yeah. point I was trying to make was there's always like a guy who preaches stuff that is made into like this godlike figure on social media for maybe a year or two and then there'll be the next guy that comes up and currently we're in the the Andrew Tate era 
uh, who will be next, God knows, but I'm sure there'll be many more that come just like him. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. I look forward to seeing it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, it is, it is interesting because he started doing PR almost immediately where he was like, well, yeah. actually, I never wanted to say it, but, you know, I have um, I've opened up these charities. Uh, you know, I've helped street animals and this and that i'm a good person this andrew tate character is a character you know i exaggerate things and i did always say i did think that he does obviously exaggerate things but nonetheless um you know it was it was very interesting to see his pr mm. uh, and then he went on to like i said i've forgotten the name rumble i think is the name of the platform and he called out uh ksi Oh, for a fight, yeah. Which is a very okay. interesting little segue that I was trying to do there. Mm. And uh, yeah, so he, he called out KSI because KSI came out and was like, oh, I'm glad that Andrew Tate got banned. Mm. And he basically said, well, you've said things that are a hundred times worse than me. You have no backbone and you're only saying this now so that you yourself don't get cancelled, which I actually agree with, by the way, because mm. KSI was doing a madness. So I don't really think he can come out and, you know, play the... Um, the hero... Uh, yeah, play the hero at this point. And th- that being said, he was younger when he said those things, KSI, to be fair, and he made those videos, but whatever, that's beyond beyond the point. Anyway, he said, I'll, I'll fuck you up, I'll, fa- I'll fuck up the uh, Paul brothers because Logan Paul and Jake Paul were also uh, shitting on uh, Andrew Tate. Mm. Um, I, first of all, I just want to say that I think everyone involved in that, uh, they're all a bunch of jackals uh, and they're all just saying what they think they need to say to keep their relevance. I think um, it's, it's 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 like boxing, isn't it? It's just to build a fight. They don't they don't care, man. Yeah, they don't believe in none of this they stuff. They don't give a this, shit. Man. It's just to build they, up hype. Exactly, it's to build up hype so that people watch watch the fight if if they do fight. So watch their fight or even their content. Really, I mean, by KSI calling out Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate calling out KSI, it just increases their traffic, increases their you know uh, fan base's um, interest towards yeah, exactly. their channels. So it is what it is, but. You know, to get into the whole boxing stuff, um, obviously this this past weekend we were in Cornwall, mm. and uh, while we were there, we watched the KSI boxing event. So let's discuss that a little bit, and then we'll talk about this Andrew Tate thing and how that plays into it a little bit. Mm. Uh, so, what did you think, just overall? You know what? From watching it, the production was really good, and I can understand why people go to watch it, like physically go. And I've been watching like. Um, people like ex- describing the experience and it's it's not a sporting event it's really like wwe in a sense where it's kind of like in between the fights you know they're, they're actually having a party in this in this crowds really you know they provide a lot of stuff there's a lot of entertaining resources a lot of jokes is they're not waiting for the next fight as in boxing so i understand why people would go but in terms of the show itself so we watched it on the tv when I say I watched the level, I've never seen such low-level matchmaking in my life. Like, and it's yeah, to it's the point horrific. for me, it's to the point where it's kind of sickening, especially when when it was that last fight with that Mexican kid, um, the kid from Mexico that they put in. He was clearly, clearly just honestly, Aaron. He was like a a kid from a gym that he joined like maybe a couple of years ago and doesn't take seriously. Do you know what I mean? And they just yeah, threw just him in over his head. It was ridiculous. They threw him in with the in the lines den. And honestly, this is like for me, it's it's crazy. It's like it's like throwing in a twelve year old to like a fight a year eleven. Do you know what I mean? And saying that it's it's a fair fight. It should be it should be banned. And if it was the British Border Control that did this, that sanctioned it, 
Yeah, well, they wouldn't sanction it. That's the thing. <laughs> this is why they didn't sanction it. You know, they, they, they're able to still hold boxing events because they can insure it. But actually, it's not sanctioned by the British Border Control, which is the boxing um, framework in England. Even when, actually, you know what's even funny? Even when, um, if you remember, uh, what was that Man United footballer, uh, Ferdinand? When he retired, he tried to get into boxing. And there was a long, long uh, investigation on whether they should allow Rio Ferdinand in, into boxing professionally. And in the end, the British border control banned him. Now, this was Ferdinand, you know, at the end of his career. Be it he was old, he was definitely still an athlete. Do you know what I mean? He was definitely... Oh, yeah, he capable, was in fantastic shape. Fantastic shape. He was more, way more capable than KSI. And they decided to say, no, that's too dangerous. So... This is really. I mean, more money talks. So this is the thing. Money uh, talks in it, but money like, talks, man. I don't know, man. I feel like it kind of makes me sick. And, it really sickened me when I saw the the last kid. Like swarms, I get it. To be honest, he probably threw himself into like just gain, you know, promo promo, and like he wasn't ready. Two weeks is not is not a camp. The guy would been training for like four months, and he's he got a notice two weeks ago. I'm sure he wasn't training before that because he's a singer. And then what? He just goes in to basically do the, you know what I mean, the shmoney dance and, and fall over. Like, okay, that, that's one thing. Obviously, he's a singer, so he wants publication. But the other kid, the last one, you can tell was just plucked from nowhere. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's not tennis. They're not playing tennis. They're fighting each other. Do you know what I mean? Like this kid could have got seriously hurt. So You know what? I want to make a, I want to make a point here, though, actually. Um, I think... Uh... KSI is a despicable boxer, first of all. And the reason why I say that is because every single punch he was throwing, the way he throws it, it hits the back of the opponent's head. So, yes, the kid was complaining a lot, but if you actually go back and watch it, it was all back, back of the head. I mean, realistically, they should have disqualified KSI after a point because the, every single punch that he was throwing was actually hitting this kid in the back of the head. But Aaron... Like, that's the thing. It's all fixed. It's not sanctioned by the bo- the boxing body. This so is what they I'm saying. Though, everything. Like, that's the, the production company decides everything. Of course, they're not going to give him uh, warnings or disqualify him. It's yeah, not it's a real just, fight. It's insane to me, though. How can that yeah. possibly like? How could anyone possibly allow that to happen? I mean, it's just you know, I I didn't understand. Because and, and here's another thing, like KSI coming out and trying to hype it up, like yeah, I'm unstoppable. When they feel my hand, they will. Yeah, when they feel your hand in the back of their head, they're obviously, gonna, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? They're gonna, they're not gonna want to continue to fight. So I did feel bad for the Mexican kid. And listen, he might have actually been genuinely a professional boxer who just crumbled under the pressure. But he, I mean, that that was ridiculous. I think if you paid to watch that, um, then you'd feel very hard done. Mm. Uh, I wasn't impressed at all by either either one of KSI's fights because, as you said, with Swarms, he was called last minute. He's not a boxer. He, you know, clearly didn't really, I mean, he had that, what, two weeks notice? How much could he have possibly trained? He came in, he thought, cool, this will do um, This will do well for me in terms of promo. Took his he, money. I, I heard, I heard, I know, according to some sources in boxing, my inside sources, <laughs> I heard he got a lot, like an insane amount of money for that fight, actually, which would make sense. Like, when Absolutely. I say, I mean, he's I mean, tanked like, his career. He's tanked his career, but I think this was like a cash out that he could not miss out on. And to be fair, you know what? You're a grown man and like whatever. It's three rounds. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you chose your destiny. But the I other... Mean, realistically, did, he done better than the guy who they build as the professional boxer. So really, he wasn't, you know. man. He wasn't. Uh, the, the guy was professional, but like by name. Do you know what I mean? 
he didn't really fight anyone notable. He's, he's just a local professional boy. In They're the, saying they went down to the local pub and picked up whoever was there. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, for example, a fair fight, I'd say, for KSI now would be to go fight um, Tommy Fury. Do that. Yeah, if you're bad, go do that. I mean, that's the good middle step between complete amateur and uh, actual pro boxer. They're both pros at that point. Look, the KSI has had enough fights. I'm sure he boxed pro men in, in during his camps. Do you know what I mean? He's been doing boxing for like four or five years now, which is the same amount of time that uh, you know Tommy Fury has been doing boxing. It's a good matchmake. Like it, it will be a fair fight. And when it's a fair fight, it's a safe fight. Do you know what I mean? So you're you not going to bl- cl- clatter someone. Um, so yeah. this is one of the topics that I actually agree with Andrew Tate on. So when he was discussing Jake Paul, he said that Jake Paul is smart because Jake Paul, uh, you know, uh, markets himself as I'm just a YouTuber with, you know, uh, some boxing gloves and a dream. But the reality is he's a young man who's had five to six years of consistent training in boxing with some of the best people within boxing because he can afford to hire them. Mm. Um, the same thing is true for KSI. I mean, they can keep marketing themselves as we're YouTubers who are, you know, part-time boxers. But the reality is you're putting in enough time and enough money into this boxing thing to say, well, we're just very shit boxers that are fighting people who aren't boxers in, in the ring. So exactly. like you said, if you want to make this into a valid thing that I can actually respect me on a personal level, like you said, I would expect him to fight a Tommy Fury. Mm. Go get it sanctioned. I don't think Tommy Fury is a good boxer. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's horrible. I think there is something maybe there. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he can become like British champion or something. Maybe that's the highest level he can get to. Um, he He's at the very start of his career. Like yeah, he's that's the barely, thing. He's, 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 he's had start. one professional fight or two professional fights. Exactly. So he's at the beginning level. of his career. Just yeah. if they fight Tommy Fury, then I reckon they'll lose, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least it will just put to bed this nonsense of you know, KSI, I'll take on anyone. I want a piece of everyone. I want a piece of this. I want a piece of that. And then the guys he's calling out are also YouTubers and like... But you know what it is, Aaron? But like, why would you crash the gravy train? Like people... That's what I'm saying. It's just gross. It's disgusting. Stop studying boxing. Yeah. I mean, like, look, look, they're clever and they leverage their position to make a lot of money. I respect that in terms of business. But like, when I see the matchmaking, for me, it's the matchmaking that makes me sick. But... Again, like I said, why would they tr- crash this gravy train? It, people still watch this all over the world. Not just all over, like in the UK, it's huge. People still watch this, even though they're seeing this insane like mismatch because it's WWE. But here's a, here's a trick. It's not WWE because they're actually fighting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It has, it's, it's kind of dangerous. Like it has the feel of WWE where it's kind of like fantastical where you don't think it's real. But in reality, it's real. Like, do you know what I mean? They're actually in there swinging. He's trying do, to knock that that kid out by swinging. Do you from the remember back of the head. that that boxer, Richard Colon? Colon. Colon. Yeah, he 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 uh, was a very good up and coming boxer. He seemed like mm. one of the you know he could go on to be a big thing. And he had a boxing fight where he kept getting hit in the back of the head. Mm. And even the commentators were like, "Oh." He's just, he don't have that dog in him and all of that, basically. And eventually what ended up happening because of those blows, because the ref took his sweet time to stop the fight, was now he's permanently in a wheelchair and he's got yeah, exactly. uh, severe brain damage. Yeah. So, you know, for all those people, like true Geordie, 
you're not a boxer either. Shut the fuck up. I don't know why he he just flaps his lips constantly. You're not a boxer. Yeah. You're not a fighting professional. And he kept talking about, oh, this kid's just running around, this and that. But the reality is, KSI keeps banging man in the back of the head. If he doesn't run around, he, he ends up in a wheelchair for life. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Who are you going to like? I mean, he was exaggerating. The kid was exaggerating a little bit. He was. Bit, don't get me wrong. But he but was, he was scared. getting banged in the back of the head, bro. He's, yeah, exactly. He's getting banged in the back of the head. He was completely scared. So any move was a complaint, which I, to be fair, I don't blame him because the ref was doing nothing. The ref wasn't warning him, didn't take away points. Why? Because it's not a sanctioned fight. It's not a real fight. It's a show, but it's a show where they control everything. But it's still a real fight. It's so it's so messed up, actually. Really, it's so messed up. So, man, yeah, the true Jordy. I, I mean, you can tell the whole production. Like, I mean, the production was good, but in terms of the commentators, they were very, very pro. You know, KSI saying, "Oh, that's far. He never touched the back of his head." When in their oh, own he was replays, clang in the back of his head, bruv. In their own replays, they're showing how far he reached back. So. That's, uh, do you know what I mean? It is what it is. I mean, what's funny is that Eubank Jr. was there. That was as well. so funny. I was just about to mention that. Oh, my days. He was there. And while they were interviewing him, you can tell he was very uncomfortable. Like, like he was kind of selling his own name by supporting this whole charade. So I think he's signed to Dazen, right? I think you told me this. To the zone. Uh, the zone. Why think, did I say Dazen? The zone, yeah. I don't think Chris Eubank is signed to the zone. No. Is his next fight on there or something? His next fight is on there because he's fighting. Oh, is that why he was on there? Because I just I'm not understanding why he would sully not only his name but his father's name by well, even being involved in this shit. It, it makes sense if 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 his next fight is to basically make a lot of money. Why don't you grab the attention of the YouTube boxing fans? Because YouTube boxing fans don't necessarily watch boxing. Do you know what I mean? They watch KSI, and if you can grab like ten percent of the people bro, that bro, watch bro, KSI, bro, bro. you're gonna make hella pee, bro. The people that watch KSI's boxing, yeah, are making clips where they're saying who would win in a fight, prime Jake Paul or prime Mike Tyson. These mm. people are 12 years old, okay? Yeah, they're yeah. buying the fucking boxing thing with their dad's credit card. Mm. They don't understand boxing whatsoever. And I, you know, I hear, I hear what you're saying as well with Chris Eubanks. I mean, yeah, he wants, he wants that demographic to be like, oh, this guy seems cool. Let me watch his fight. Um, so he's there, but it's just you could tell from the way he was talking that he was just cringing inside very deeply. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I thought, I thought the whole event was cringe. You know, like you said, look, respect, you're making your money, whatever. You know, I'm not going to hate on that. You know, in case I started off as a small YouTuber, now look at, you know, he's selling out whatever stadium yeah, that was yeah. in. But, you know, at what cost? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't like stuff like this. I find it very uh, look, manipulative, I, very cringy. I don't mind if it's competitively matched. For example, one of the undercards, I think it was Deji, so KSI's brother, uh, fighting some guy. And that was competitive. That was really good. And when that was actually, for me, yeah. that was the only fight that I really was like, you know what? This was A, a good fight, B, a good matchup. And, you know, I actually enjoyed watching it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was Deji against FusiTube. And they had both previously lost all of their fights, but none of it was quote unquote professional fights. Mm. So this was Deji's first professional fight. Um, previously, he was always out of shape. He didn't really turn up to you know to the fight. He gassed out quickly. I think he actually fought Jake Paul. I think he might have been did, Jake yeah. Paul's first opponent. And um, you know, I think yeah, everyone really wanted Deji to win. And to be fair, I wanted Deji to win as well. I felt bad for him. Mm. Um, but Fuzi came in, and he again was somebody who was overweight, and he you know. He was all over the gaff and he turned up to this fight shredded. 
Yeah. So everyone just assumed that Fuzi Tube would win. Um, but then when you actually watch the fight, there were moments where Deji actually looked like a professional boxer. Like he actually yeah. boxed very well. Um, and it, yeah, like you said, it was a good matchup. Mm. I enjoyed that, that fight. Exactly. So that was the only fight I can say I genuinely enjoyed of that whole night. Mm. I didn't watch the Salt Pappy one. Um... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I lied. That was that was one of two fights that I really enjoyed. Salt Pappy can actually box as well. Mm. Salt Pappy can actually box. But again, I think the matchup of that one wasn't good because he literally knocked the guy out in 12 seconds. And I just think oh, wow, okay. with Salt Pappy, he... Because uh, he he's a comedic character and he does that whole thing where he like lips licks his lips and he never breaks character even in the ring. Mm. People don't take him that seriously because he's like, haha, he's funny, but he can actually box. Like he, you got a little Manny Pacquiao in there somewhere, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, I think that was just a poorly matched up fight. The other guy just did not know. I mean, it was only 12 seconds. I don't really know if the guy did know what he was doing, but he got knocked the fuck out that quickly. So I would assume he didn't. Yeah, um, that's pretty bad to get knocked yeah, out by you know Salt I mean? Pappy. Do you know what I mean? Like, like literally, while we were watching the fight, you, I think you and somebody else had gone out to check the barbecue, and by the time you came back, the fight was over. So, mm. um, yeah, that one was uh, it, it was entertaining, but it wasn't it it wasn't really a good matchup to be honest. But yeah, I, right. I, I think the Deji one was the best fight. I mean, if I had to summarize this whole thing, do I want to see YouTube boxing? Actually, yes, I do want to see YouTube boxing continue, but in a healthy way. I think it's opened up the doors to another like dimension of boxing which we haven't seen before and it's a genius move like and you know in the future maybe you can get on the undercard more like uh you know less known amateur boxers from from actual boxing you know what i mean <laughs> to kind of but it's, it's bring interesting them through to or... see what they do with it though because if mm. they do that then that's you know to some degree that's uh, you know the good outcome mm. but the way i see this developing is they're just going to repeatedly bring in the same you know, clicky YouTube audience, like, uh, you know, YouTube creators and just be like, okay, now you fight him and now you fight him and they're going to, you know, what yeah, I noticed yeah. also was everyone had a belt at that event and they all seem to be roughly the same way. So I'm like, what the hell is going on with this belt situation? Mm. And yeah, then also, catchy, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but there was a fight between FaZe Temper and uh, King Kenny from the beta mm. squad, right? When I tell you... <laughs> that this was a massive robbery. And this is the second time it's happened in a King Kenny fight where they gave the, the fight to King Kenny. In the last one, they gave it to King Kenny, but then they had to, you know, it went through like a, uh, the other side said it was unfairly pointed and actually they they removed the win from uh, from Kenny. I think that's mm. going to happen with this fight as well. Mm. Um, but again, what I see happening is like big YouTubers are going to try and go in and do this boxing thing even if they lose, the scores are always going to be in their favor. Um, it's all going to be rigged, as you said, like a WWE event. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I don't, I hope that they do what you said, which is they start to bring in more amateur boxers who maybe don't have a name for themselves and help these people develop their careers by giving them a platform and so on. But I don't think that they will do that. Mm. YouTubers are by by definition quite narcissistic people who want the spotlight on themselves. Um, and but I don't to see be fair, sharing though, it like that. But, but to be know. fair as well, like these YouTubers are like the top like five percent of YouTube. Do you know what I mean? Like then they're not any old YouTube. Like they are very very popular, and it's not easy to get to that level. So in a sense, I do think they deserve this. If that makes sense, like they've just like kind of it's like when a boxer or or a fighter or, or a sportsman goes into movie films. Like yes, it's not what he was doing before. And yes, he's not as good as what he was doing before, 
but he still deserves it because he worked very hard to get up to that point and no, now he's leveraging it. Is? Do you know what it is? I agree that they can do it for sure. And I'm not knocking them for making money, but it's like if uh, if Conor McGregor now, he's going to be acting actually, weirdly enough that you mentioned that, he's yeah. going to go into acting and he's going to play in a movie that has Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Now, we don't know how big his character will be. It'll probably be like a couple lines or whatever. But if, let's say, Conor McGregor, you know, goes into and plays in a couple movies, but he's just dreadful at acting, mm. eventually he won't get the role. But the way this YouTube boxing thing is, as long as they keep it amongst themselves, they can just keep growing this constantly. So even mm. if they're horrible boxers, they can make a name for themselves as boxers. But people aren't, but are people watching it for boxing? I think people are watching it for entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think people are watching it like, oh, this is a good boxing match. They're going for like, oh, this is going to be I fun I think the to younger watch. generations are. Mm. That this is the thing. I think the younger generations are looking at that and thinking that this is prime boxing. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, I see. This is this is the kind of the issue. I mean, it's not really an issue to be honest. I have nothing against them doing it. They can go ahead and do it. I'm just, I don't know. I just don't think that um, it's something that's going to grow in a way which is going to benefit boxing as a whole. It will probably benefit the YouTubers who are doing it. Mm. But will it have a benefit or provide, you know, anything good for boxing? Maybe it will get the younger generation interested in actual boxing. So that because, might be a yeah, benefit for it. But like, like yeah. I, I think you will get more kids like joining boxing gyms and when Probably, more, yeah. more kids do that, like obviously the elite ones will get through and, you know, we'll get better, better boxers. For example, yeah, you might like, have a future world champion who says my idol growing up in boxing was KSI. You never know. You know what? It's like um, Pacquiao. Pacquiao was the exact uh, output of Thriller and Manila. You know, when they went there, when Ali went there and did the fight, he's that generation that came, you know, got into boxing because of that. Do you see what I mean? Like, and I'm telling you now, mark my words, and people remember this, there's going to be a Saudi boxer in the future, in like the next 10 to 15 years, there's going to be a Saudi boxer that's, that's going to explode on the scene because they're investing heavily on this and they're opening okay. up hella clubs. So we could actually talk about the Saudi boxer and then move on to the uh, Usyk uh, Joshua fight. But before we do that, before we do that, so let's circle right back to the first topic we were talking about, Andrew Tate. Mm. Uh, and Andrew Tate obviously said he would fuck up KSI. And as a response at the end of the fight, KSI was said, uh, Tommy Fury, Jake, uh, not Jake Paul, Tommy Fury um, and Bryce Hall, whatever these other guys, and Andrew Tate, I want a piece of that. Mm. So how do you think that goes for KSI if he fights Andrew Tate? Do you know what it is like? I don't know how how ready Tate is. Do you know what I mean? Like I know he fought in the past, but A, it was kickboxing, which is very different to boxing. Do you know what I mean? Like in boxing is a lot more balanced in a sense because you you have a lot more to play with because you don't need to worry about kicking your feet. Whereas in kickboxing, you you kind of do get a shorter stance, and it's like it's like when you watch striking between MMA and boxing, they're two totally different sports, and it's the same with kickboxing. So there's already that, and then on top of that, it's been many many years since he's fought. Do you know what I mean? Like competitively, where KSI, I'm sure he's been fighting at a quite a good level in the gym. So I Look, think KSI is, can take him, man. I'm gonna. Do you know, sit, do you know what's it. funny? Anything can happen, of course. Mm. I would like to know a few things, right? First of all, um, like you said, is Andrew Tate going to turn up fit? Mm. I have a fit because here's the thing. People downplay Andrew Tate's intelligence. I reckon he's already started training for the KSI fight. Mm. I reckon he started a year ago. Mm. 
no, because he knew he, even a year ago he was he was talking about potentially fighting Jake Paul. Hmm. I reckon he's been training for for this behind the scenes because he he trains anyway. He's not he's not just completely you know he hasn't done yeah. a um what was that British boxer got, that got super fat Ricky Hatton. Ricky Hatton. He didn't do a Ricky Hatton. Do you know what I mean? He when he retired he continued to stay in shape. But, um, there's one, but Aaron, there's one thing to be fit and there's one thing to be boxing ready. Do you know what I mean? No, because in he spars of... a lot. Yeah, but he in what? A lot. Like he's actually, or... he does camps with professional fighters and he, he's repeated, he's stayed. That's what I mean. Like he's actually stayed somewhat within the realm of fighting regardless of the fact that he's retired. Mm. So he's done that, but I would want to know like how ready he's actually going to be. Um, bear in mind, he was an 87 fight winner so he won 87 fights and i think he lost like two throughout his career and he did the mma and kickboxing i think he only had a couple mma fights but from what i've seen of his highlights and stuff he actually was a decent fight like okay he wasn't in the best um you know he wasn't in the best divisions or whatever when he became the four-time champ but nonetheless i mean it's more than you can say for most youtubers Um, but it's it's not boxing no no i know i know but then he, what he seemed to be really good at was kicks. Hmm. And obviously you can't kick in a boxing match. Uh, how much of his, his you know, striking can he carry over into a boxing match and how good that can he be at that is the question there as well. So there's a lot of factors with Andrew Tate fighting KSI. Initially, I was like, I think Andrew Tate just, just demolishes him. But then, you know, we really don't know. Okay, so has been boxing for a long time. He seems to be, you know, um, match ready. But I, I think that's a massive risk from KSI. I think the money fight is between him and Jake Paul. Mm. I think Andrew Tate would garner him a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. Like, that will make a lot of money for you. But if you lose that, then I think Andrew Tate then goes on to fight Jake Paul and then he makes twice as much money. And then you, KSI, your kind of hype dies down because... Like I said, it's mostly children that are watching KSI. One fight will be... Well, if he loses one fight, that's enough for them to turn their back on him. Mm, but I think... I actually think KSI has a big advantage on Andrew Tate. Like, to when you practice one sport compared to another, it's a completely different thing. Boxing is so specific. Like, you can really tell a boxer just from watching them strike. Like, if you tell an MMA person not to throw kicks, but just to shadow box, and you ask a boxer to... You can see that like it's completely different sport. And I'm not saying it's useless to be an MMA fighter, but it's more specialized for MMA. I mean, we've seen Tyrone Woodley yeah. get fucking knocked out by Jake Paul. So Tyrone Woodley was a very feared UFC fighter. Very good. And it's because he couldn't utilize all of his um all of his skills, of course, because it's boxing. Whereas in boxing, if you specialize for boxing, you know, it gives you a huge advantage. And KSI has been doing it for a long time now. Like also, a very long time. also, we're discussing this from KSI's point of view, but from Andrew Tate's point of view, mm. if you lose to KSI, this I'm an alpha male stuff out the window. It's done. You're finished. Do you think so? I don't think so. A hundred percent, brother. You can't no, be game They're... beaten up by KSI and then go out there and be like, yeah, I'm a man's man. Like, it, it, I, there's no shame in it usually, but the, the kind of environment mm. that he's created and the following that he's created is quite toxic in the sense of if if he loses or if he gets emasculated so to speak by KSI I don't think they'll follow him like that I don't know man I, I think they'll follow him anyway 
Because he's kind of more of a cult figurehead than anything. So You're saying by hook or crook, they're gonna follow him. By hook man, or yeah? crook, they're gonna follow him, bro. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Because to be fair, even just to get in the ring, like is let's just put it out there, like not everyone can do that. Do you know what I mean? It takes a it takes heart for someone to do that. So like I th- I think either way he'll be all right. But I mm-hmm. think I do believe though, KSI has a lot to lose. Like if he loses, the big money fight won't be as big. Um but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I think the big money fight will go to Andrew Tate because he'll he'll do that thing where I'm the reaper of YouTube boxing and this mm. and that, and he'll just go after Jake Paul and that will be. I the think I think KSI has a lot more to lose than Andrew Tate. Like actually, oh, there's sure. not much risk for, sure. for Andrew yeah. Tate, in my yeah. opinion. So anyway, let's see if we'll see that. Maybe it'll happen next year. I guess uh, for the end of the year, it's too late. Or well, they could they could fit one in. And potentially Christmas. they could. Yeah. I mean, if he turns around and says I'm ready to go now, then they could exactly. just do it for the end of the year. Mm. Okay, so talking about the Saudi boxer, uh, Saudi Mm. boxing, so to speak, we saw Usyk fight Joshua, or should I say we saw Usyk beat up Joshua, Mm. and in one of the undercard fights, they had a Saudi fighter. Mm. He seemed very decent, but I do have to say they've done an early stoppage for him. Um, That brother got robbed. I can't even (laughs) lie. That brother got (laughs) robbed. That was an interesting, interesting fight, but it did really kind of bring to the forefront that the Saudis are investing a lot of money on um boxing as you said and it, you know that's why they had the fight there they i think this is now the third or fourth fight that josh was had in in yeah i think it's the second Saudi. fight second oh is it the second yeah he fought yeah. ruiz right in the rematch ruiz and then this, this and now you said yeah so you're seeing that they they they're trying to pull more of these big fights um to where they are so uh, how do you how do you kind of envision that going in the next um 10 years do you think we'll have a world champ I think so. I, th- I think they put a lot of money into it. And like I said, think of the impact Thriller in Manila had in, on, on um, Pacquiao and how that really, he, if, you, if you listen to his interviews, it really birthed him. And he's one of the best to do it, man. Really, like if you, Pacquiao's career is insane. Like he, I think he won a belt at literally like nearly every division above, below middleweight, which is insane. Like that's such yeah, a huge Yeah, I think he holds the record. Like no one's... If you were to literally read out his introduction into a boxing ring, it'll take you nearly two minutes. They'll it'll take you two titles. years, man. It's, it's, his achievement is crazy. And he, he was the product from the back of Frill in, in Manila. And they didn't invest like that. Do you know what I mean? Ali had one fight, but it was a very famous fight. And now with Saudis, like for them to invest in the clubs, the infrastructure, but on top of that, have the big fights to inspire the youth. You know, I think they're going to get a lot of uptake of people taking the sport. And as a result, when it comes down to, you know, these kids that are now what, like 12, you know, once they become adults in the sense of 18, 19, 20, in the next five to six years, we're going to see, you know, good level Olympic competitors. And as, as a result, also professional fighters, I think. So um, I think it's a good move, though. Me personally, I think martial arts is good for young people, you know, it inspires confidence, um, kind of removes fear as well from people, um, you know, and uh in a way where you also respect other people as well, because you know, you know, when you go in the ring, you know you're going to get hurt as well. So there's the, the mutual respect, and and um, I think it's going to do, do, do good for think, this. Society. Do you think they'll they'll rob a championship though? That's my question. Rob a championship, of course. Anyway, I think I think they are, man. Yeah, I can't yeah. even lie to you. That, that that match, the thing is, their fire was winning anyway, but they just wanted to secure that shit real quick. But I'll in be honest, opinion, their fire was winning. Like he was landing most of the combinations. He, oh, 100%. he was hundred percent. He was going to fire. He, he, yeah, he but was the fact that they fight. still robbed the other guy of a full fight by just doing an early stoppage for no reason mm. um, goes to show that they they're just trying to secure a you know 
No, I think I think if they are ever going to build a champion, like because they're so behind, the champion will have to go to America or the UK to win. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't think they can buy it outright. So um, I don't know, man. Their their money is long. Their money is long, but at the end it's of the long, day, Steve is very long. But can you can you imagine the length and girth of their money is long, brother? It's long, brother. But can you imagine if AJ lost the way the the Saudi opponent lost? Like you would, he would never be respected as a champion. Like it just doesn't work that way. So it don't matter, man. They just want that. They just want that uh, gold around their waist, and that's it. Mm, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think they want. Do think, they want legacy. Do they do want legacy. That, as you said, is a good thing. Um, mm. Just because uh, that's kind of the way you want to grow boxing, in my opinion. In terms of, you know, you want these big nations, national efforts to be involved where you're, you know, putting money into boxing gyms and to, you know, boxing infrastructure in a whole country. Um, because, uh, you know, it's never a bad thing if more kids decide to join boxing gyms. It's just going to increase your national health as well, if I'm being honest yeah, with exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily, a, it's not a bad thing, I don't think. And, um, yeah, like I said, I, I do assume that there, there will probably be one, but will it be because of, like, a boxing champion that's out of Saudi? But, Will it be because they're actually very good or is there going to be a bit of hokey pokey going on? I don't know. Um, mm. But yeah, probably in the next 10 years, there probably will be a Saudi champion. So that's something to keep an eye out on. Mm. But um, without much further ado, Usyk vs Joshua, what went wrong? What went wrong? I think AJ improved a lot. Like watching the fight, I watched the fight back a couple of times and um, he was boxing very well. He, in previous fights, he never had lateral movement. He couldn't move his body left and right. He was kind of very stand upright, only backwards and forwards kind of guy. And in this fight, you could see that he was, you know, bobbing and weaving. He was slipping a lot of punches and counter punching as well. He was keeping it quite, um, quite uh, basic as well. But I like that. You know what I mean? A jab, right hand, bang. He gets him, gets him, gets him. He did gas out later on, um, but this is expected. But we know AJ struggles a little bit when it comes to the later rounds, and especially against someone like Usyk. Like, let's not underestimate how quick Usyk is. And do you know what I mean? Like he slips punches. The, the margin of error for Usyk to slip punches, like it's like a half a degree. He, slip, he slips a punch, but just enough so he doesn't waste energy. Do you know what I mean? Should, should I tell you something about mm. what, what I would have done if I was Anthony Joshua? Mm. See, me personally, I would have gone to my local mosque, asked mm. for a copy of the Quran and mm. prayed because there's no chance in hell I'm being Usyk. <laughs> Usyk, yeah? Mm. The spit like he's he's irritating to watch. Yeah, yeah. He's so good, it's irritating. Mm. Like, like you said, bruv, by the time Anthony Joshua threw a right hook, Usyk's already like it's like it's like watching, you know, Dragon Ball Z where they do like instant teleportation. Yeah, exactly. he ends up behind the guy. It's like AJ throws one punch. By the time his punch has even moved through the air, Usyk has already dodged it twice and landed the free piece. Mm-mm, it's crazy. What can you do against a guy like like the? Uh, you know what? It's so sad to admit this because I've always been a big fan of Anthony Joshua. I've always felt like he's done boxing the right way in terms of whenever they've given him an ho- opponent, he's gone. Okay, I'll fight them. You know, mm. he he fought everyone he could, uh, and he's been disrespected like yeah. beyond belief. They're disrespect. This guy's a national treasure. I I I'm, I can't believe some of the commentary that's coming out of this. Mm. Um. That being said, I mean, the gulf in talent between him and Usyk is insane. I'm going to be honest with you. It's crazy. Because I it's just crazy. feel like 
the only pro that uh, Joshua has over Usyk is the size advantage and the physicality. But even then, like you said, Joshua tends to gas out. Usyk can go twelve rounds. Mm-hmm. But I what think I, I think Osha, I think Joshua wouldn't have gassed out if it was any other opponent. I think he's removed that from his game. But because Usyk, like you said, it's so frustrating. Levels. That's it's the levels. levels it's levels. Like, I think if AJ fought Fury, he wouldn't gas out. Let me put it that way. Honestly, Shatter I, I don't think Shatter he'd gas out. Mm. The gulf between AJ and Fury is much smaller than the gulf between AJ and Usyk. Take 100%. that as what you want. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Take that as what you want. If you want to take that as me saying Usyk's the better fighter when compared to Fury, do you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm, I'm I think so. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it. I think actually Usyk will beat Fury. Bro, I think. I mean, he, I think he, so he's too. he's small. Fury Fury relies on his awkwardness in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Like he's strong, but he's also awkward. But he can only apply that because he's the faster man. You know, against Wilder, he's faster. Against a lot of his opponents, he's faster. But when he gets smaller heavyweights that are faster than him. He can't apply that awkwardness. And then it's the script is flipped. But I mean? also, it's, it's, it's hilarious to me, the, the commentary coming out of Tyson Fury. No, oh my days. Don't you ever disrespect Anthony Joshua like that again. This is a guy who fought literally everyone that they put in front of him. You, you bum. <laughs> let me know. Okay, you know what? Let me not call Tyson Fury a bum. I do like Tyson Fury. Actually. He's not a bum, but like, yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. But like, he's very annoying with stuff like this because you don't have the, the hit list that Anthony Joshua has, in my opinion. Anthony, really yeah, Anthony Joshua has, has has had like twenty one professional fights. I think Fury has is double that. If you look at Fury's first twenty one professional fights, Anthony Joshua like White shits on him. Floor with yeah. him. Are you serious? Anthony Joshua won four belts, was trying to unify it, and then both Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder ducked him for so long that Usyk came out of the shadows, and now he's just completely thrown a spanner in the works. The reality is, if both uh, Wilder and uh, Fury weren't ducking AJ, we would have already had the unified champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the reality of it. You're cowards. You've refused to fight this man, and now you're chatting the most shit when he's down. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not having it, personally. If you think you're so much better than AJ, why didn't you fight him the past two, three years? Exactly, when you had the chances. But you had it... the chance time and time again, and you ran from it. So now don't come out and give it the big end just because he's lost. But he's smart now, because now... Like, let's say he did fight uh, AJ then and a Fury lost, let's say. Like, AJ could then lose against Usyk, but still, you know, Fury lost against AJ. But I think he did something clever where he knew AJ was eventually going to lose. The longer he kept it waiting, he knows AJ takes the hardest fights and he knew, like, you can't keep that up. If Fury, did, if Fury had a career like that, he'd also lose. I'm telling you right now. But he's very Robert, clever Robert. with how he directs his AJ is an idiot. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Stat pad. Stat, Stat pad. pad. That's you know what, what I'm saying. These plumbers from what, like, you know, Wickham. Mm. I mean, go up to go up to Sheffield and fight the local pub man. Steph Safari or whatever Fury. Yeah, it was like a Fury fought. The, these you... guys that Tyson Fury fought, like Savannah Savezda or whatever, like, do you know what I mean? These random mm. brothers that you have no idea who they are. Uber drivers, got, bro. Yeah, these, these, they got these records of combined, like, losses of 500 and wins of two. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, fight those guys. Why are you always going for whoever you should be going for? Why are you I, playing the yeah. game clean? Be dirty with it. Do you know what? I compare AJ's career to um, Lennox Lewis because Lennox Lewis, before the um, Oliver, I think it was Oliver McCall that knocked him out. Prior to that, he was basically AJ. He was like defeating everyone, but he didn't get any learning fights. 
he was basically firefighting. Like the Pavekian fight was very hard for AJ. If you remember that oh, fight. Was, yeah, he broke his nose. Yeah, he broke his nose. And, you know, at that point, they should have taken a couple fights to learn uh, to teach AJ. But AJ went in again against, uh, was it Klitschko or... Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. Like he keeps going I mean, he in and to Cam Klitschko, Povetkin, White. One after another. One after like, another. It's ridiculous. Why would you even do that? And then Ruiz, like Ruiz, not a lot of people knew about him. And granted, I didn't know about him either, but Ruiz is a good fighter. Good fighter. He almost beat uh, Joseph Parker to win the belt. Do you know what I mean? He oh look again, Joseph Parker, another fighter that AJ fought. Mm. Yeah. Like look at his list goes on and on. He's full legit guys. But you know what it is, Aaron? I'll tell you what it is. Like Why? Tommy Fury, blood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, 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 I think he still has a chance to come back. As in, like, he has a second phase it's of his over. career. But Brother, it's a, not over. He can go right now and take his time. He can learn a new craft, like, really teach himself how to box. Do you know what I mean? Because before that, he was just firefighting. It was, it was like a school fight. Remember back in school days, you got into beef with someone, you didn't know how to fight. You were just swinging, grabbing, but you were just doing your best. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that I mean, was He's aging. definitely fine-tuned his boxing now, later on in his career. But uh, he has a, as, yeah, as yeah. you said, now's the time. I think he has yeah, a lot to grow on. He has a lot to. Uh, this is not the ultimate AJ. I think he has a lot to learn still. Whether that's enough to beat Usyk or Fury, nah, I don't nah, know. Nah. I don't. Like know. I but said, like, go home, take out your Quran, pray. You ain't got a chance now. I tell you right now, he ain't beating Usyk. He ain't beating Usyk if Usyk had one arm tied behind his back. The golf is too big. But what he should do, in my opinion, make yourself a little hit list. Yeah, uh, Wilder. Go for him. Uh, white you know, two. White, white three. two. White three, sorry, yeah. White three, go for him. You know what I mean? Make a list, Ruiz three. Go for that. In between those fights, cherry pick your opponents. Try out new things in the ring. Make sure you've perfected this new style. Mm. And just go for these men one after the other. Make the money fights. Make money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, don't worry about, oh, let me fight the guy. No, 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 no. Make the money fight. Fuck it. I'm sure Derek Chisora will give you a fight if you ask for it. Oh, Derek Chisora is willing to fight anyone at this point. That guy's crazy. Yeah, he'll fight anyone. <laughs> he'll fight anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's not okay. So just go for Derek Chisora. Give him another round of CT. Do you know what I mean? He seems like he wants it. Mm. Fuck it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, AJ, you know, he done the clean cut good guy thing for too long. Be the bad yeah, guy for once. That's it. Is it? You know what it is? It's a new phase of his career. It's part two. Like I said, Lennox Lewis had two phases. He got defeated by Oliver McCall and then he disappeared into Big Bear. You know that mountain is place where they box. Yeah. Disappeared. They didn't see him for like a year and a half. Then he came back. He was just fighting tomato cans, like complete nobodies. But you could see he was a completely different fighter. Do you know what I mean? And then the rest was history. Then he defeated everyone, like everyone under the sun, Tyson and blah, blah, blah. They became a legend. Like this is what AJ needs to do now. Go away, disappear. Bruv, learn your craft. We just saw you for the first time do lateral movement. Can you imagine? Like all this time, he never had that. Bro, Finally, look at the builds that you've won and you've only just done that. Like, come on. Come on, bro. So go away, learn your craft, like practice it against nobodies. Get these nobody fights in between. And like you said, have a hit list. Go for, I say White is for, uh, Chisora is first. Then White, because I think White is near the end of his career. And then go Ruiz and Wilder. Yeah, 100%. That's it. I, Do I that. think that's the way he should go by it. Yeah. Because... Uh, yeah, let's see. Why, why is everyone else going the easy route, making money and then being lauded by their weird cultish fans when mm. when he's constantly getting disrespected? And for what? He's brought you the best fight. He brought, listen, AJ is the reason why heavyweight boxing didn't completely sink. Because there was a time where the Klitschko, uh, Klitschko was uh, the champion. And I swear Thank to God, you. if you said to me, watch 
boxing or I'm going to shoot you in the head, I would have said, you know what? Maybe my time has come. I don't mm. want to watch it anymore. Mm. Like it was, it was ridiculous. It was so boring. Mm. It was so boring. It was, the it was grab, division. hit and grab, hit and grab. It Bro, was so, it was boring, so yeah. boring. And then you saw AJ come through and he's revitalized an entire like division. And mm. the amount of disrespect that he gets regardless is just insane to me. How can you disrespect someone who's done that? And he's British as well. If I'm telling you, if AJ, look, I don't want to make everything about race, but if AJ was right, 100%, 100%, 100% they erecting statues of this bro, guy. Let me say something right now. Remember when they, he, he threw the belt out of the thing and they were like, the narrative is he's disrespectful, disrespectful. Bro, when Fury was saying the wildest stuff on TV, when I say wild, like he was saying some shit, bro. Nobody said nothing. Do you know what I mean? There's a double standard, man, in our society. Bro, when, I'll, I'll when be honest. Tyson Fury gets done for drugs, when Tyson Fury comes like, out and talks about, oh, these bloody immigrants, get them out. No one yeah, calls yeah. him out for his, his bigotry. No one calls him out for his lack of professionalism. They just call him, you know, a Jack the Lad. But when Anthony Joshua, who has been getting fucked over by all these boxing commissions, you know, and he's just been beaten to a pulp, maybe a little bit of CP came into play there and he throws the belts out of the ring because he had a whole meltdown at the end of that fight. He had a meltdown, he said, I had enough of this pressure. He threw the belts exactly. out and now he he's a disgrace. Belts out. Now he's yeah, a disgrace. Do you know what I mean? Come on, man. Yeah, you're, you're, this guy is a national treasure. That is a like, national treasure and this is how you're treating him. It's ridiculous. It's crazy, man. When Mike Tyson, you know you know that clip of Mike Tyson when, he, when they ask him, what do the belts mean to you? He's like, you see this? This is nothing. This is shit. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a legend to do that. Or when, um, what's his name? I think Rahman. Uh, yeah, Rahman. yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he threw away the belts as well. He's a legend for that. But for AJ, he's a he's a. Uh, bro, he's there's a, a multiple factors, it, yeah. These Get old boxers, they hate him. They hate him. Because he's bro. young, he's good looking. Successful. He, he's successful. They didn't reach the heights that he reached. You know, they didn't get the fan base that he did. Bear haters, bear haters. The fact that he's black definitely plays a role in this. Mm. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm not, never in a million. If his name was like Billy Bob or some shit like that, you know what I mean? 100%. Do you know what's funny? Been, like you, they would have made the front page. You see online, you know, when he's losing and stuff, they stop calling him AJ. They call him Femi. Bro, tell me, this is not, tell me this ain't racism. I beg you, tell me this ain't racism. Race plays a massive yeah. part in this. I'm so sorry. They see, they see Tyson Fury as more British than they see Anthony Joshua. How is that fair? Yeah, yeah. But Anthony Joshua never went online and made a racist tirade about all oh, these fucking immigrants and this and that, like yeah, yeah. Tyson Fury did. He never well, got caught for doing Ukrainian cocaine. bosses and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah, never yeah. done anything like that. So where's all this vitriol towards him coming? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a double standard, but we all know what it is, isn't it? So let's keep. Don't get twisted. I, I love Usyk as well, though. I love. It. I, if it's not AJ, yeah. I want it to be Usyk. I don't want Tyson Fury to win it. Not that I super dislike Tyson Fury but I just I see the double standard there and I see the way he manipulates situations to yeah, make himself he, yeah. seem like a good guy but he's not really and that's he, made me kind of fall out of love with Tyson Fury exactly I, I used to like him a lot but he he's very good at manipulating the, the society so boy I don't know I might have bear to in mind look he said that he was going to give all of his money from I think one of the Wilder fights to charity that hasn't happened he said yeah. that he was going to retire and now he's saying oh well if you pay me the big bucks Oh, he said he said that he will only fight AJ if 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 the fight was for free, like they gave it away for free. Who? What? What broadcasting company is ever going to do that? That's basically he knows a duck. they're not. That's yeah, what he's yeah. running. To me, he's that's running. running. Yeah. That's you're ducking him. But then you're going to say, "I want half a Billy to fight Usyk straight after." Get out of here, man! This but guy is. He, you know what he does? Him. He he gives out the most ridiculous ultimatums, which he knows aren't going to get accepted. And then he goes, "Well, I tried to make the fight. They didn't make it." 
Exactly. Yeah. You're a coward. You're a coward. Relinquish your belt then. Yeah, yeah. Relinquish but, your belt. Let someone else fight for the belt and then we'll have them fight you, Sig. But you know what? I've, I think this is what makes a great fighter in a messed up way. Like all of the great fighters were unhinged. Do you know what I mean? I think this is exactly who he is. I don't think he's putting on an act. I think he is like this kind of bipolar. No, no, I agree person. that he's absolutely unhinged. Yeah. I think what makes a great fighter is the the feeling that no matter who you are, you think you're going to win. Yes. And that like Usyk I'm sure has Anthony that. Joshua Usyk went into well. Yeah, Usyk has that 100%. He's got 100%. a killer mentality. Bro, I think the thing with Anthony yeah, Joshua is he has that as well. Like anyone outside would have thought, when the first AJ fight happened, we came onto this podcast and we said, uh, I, I don't think AJ should bother with the rematch. Mm. But 100%. AJ himself believes that he can win, which is why he always goes for the hard fights. The no. problem I have with Tyson Fury is, I don't think he believes he can beat Usyk. I don't think he believes that he can comfortably beat Anthony Joshua. That's why he keeps running away from these fights. Mm. So he's mad, but not in a good way. He's mad in a in in like the worst way possible, where he's trying to manipulate his own legacy by just you know bullshitting his way out of fights that he knows he might not win. Thing is, though, you know what was frustrating with Fury? He's actually one of the. He's an elite fighter. Like you can't you can't deny it. Like he's, he's disgracing actually, himself. He's disgracing himself, bro. He doesn't need to do this. Do you know what I mean? Like he's already an elite elite fighter. In my bro, opinion, he, he beats AJ. I'll, I'll be honest. Like I, I keep flipping back and forth, but actually, like Fury is so elite. Like if you really deep it, he's gonna have more trouble no, with he, AJ. Here's the thing. Here's but yeah, the thing. he he can be AJ. He can even mm. be Usyk. I'm not saying he can't. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, he's not actually willing to go and put it out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm tired of waiting for Usyk and Wilder, I'm sorry, Fury and Wilder to make their mind up on who they're going to fight next only to fight, as you said, tomato cans. Mm. Uh, wasting years at a time of everyone's career. And, you know, you say, what? I don't want to watch a 40-year-old AJ fight Tyson Fury. What's the point of that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just wasting everyone's time. If you're going to fight, just fight. Stop saying, oh, I'm going to retire. Oh, I'm not going to retire. Oh, I'll only do it if it's for free. Who's that show for? I'm not buying it. He's doing a Mayweather. Mayweather did that. Oh, Mayweather was, was, is a mastermind when it comes to this shit anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Cherry-picking fights at the perfect time. Mm. So anyway, let, let's hope we but see that, that got heated, Jesus Christ. But that got heated, but I'll be honest, I'm excited for Usyk uh, Fury. Because this one, I, I think Usyk has, has him, but it's going to be so tight, I can't call it. I think it's actually going to be a very tough fight for both, both men. Like, Fury, for the first time ever, is going to look slow, which is going to surprise a lot of people. Like, when they're going to see Fury fight Usyk, they'll be like, wow, I didn't... This Fury slow down. He didn't slow down, brother. Usyk is just Usyk, Usyk is fast. mentally not all there, bruv. I'm going to tell you that much for sure. They're saying a little unhinged about my man, which you makes him watch, such a good fighter. You know when I rewatched the fight? Do you know what Usyk was doing in the corner? He, they weren't saying anything to him. He was just praying. That, Each, that that's crazy, like Jordan, That sounds like a Key and Peele sketch, bruv. That is insane. He's like the literal... He's like a stereotype of what you would expect a, a, a legendary man. boxer to be like. He's like Bucky Hama or whatever, you know what I mean? He's got that vibe to him. But, but that's crazy, bro. They didn't say a single word to him. He just went back to his corner. They were just cleaning up his face and he was just praying. Each round. Bro, do you know how much self-belief you need to have to do that? Like, this guy is, is a different level boxer, man. He's a different level boxer. And it's going to be really, really good fight to watch. So hopefully we see that. Hopefully we see AJ match up easily with Wilder. This is definitely going to happen, by the way. Like, there's no way they're going to miss out on this opportunity. So They need to cash that check in now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm man. not trying to see Usyk Tyson Fury at 40 either. I'm trying to see that right. within the next year. Yeah, within, like at the end of this. But apparently, 
uh, talk, so apparently according to my sources, um, they're agreeing to do it for the end of this year. Well, they're better. I'm trying to see that fight. Mm. But I think let's, let's get into the it. new year with a big fight. I like, yeah, let's do it. January, big fight, boy. And then we finally find out who's the best. Do you know what I mean? Enough of Listen, this. If Usyk rubbish. wins, he has a heavy claim to being like considered one of the all-time great 100%. greats. Not He's just a- good, not just like, oh yeah, he was a great fighter. Like literally all-timer, like put him up there with the very, very best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he already has that, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, like he's wiped out the cru- cruiserweight division. He yeah, came it's up not to easy to do that. Like, but it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? It, it ain't easy. Who is it, it that done it before? Was it uh, Holyfield? He Holyfield, that. yeah. Holyfield, yeah. He, he, he. Wow, my pronunciation of names and stuff today has been crazy. Cool. Holyfield, you know. Well, Holyfield, Jesus Christ. You know, I actually watched the Pretty Woman the other day, um, in in theater, like like as a play. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy from Hollyoaks was on it, and he was he was actually very talented, to be fair. So you know, shout out him in it. But um, very good side note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why I felt the need to mention that. Thank you, thank you. Thank sure, you. go watch it if you can. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I guess we gave you the sorry, <laughs> we gave you the pro- uh, predictions, and I think we're coming up to the end of the episode. So, um, is it the end we'll of the say, episode? We'll, yeah, yeah. I think it's the end of the episode. We'll say our, we'll say our goodbyes, and uh, you know, we know we haven't been too consistent with the episode drops, but. We're oh, trying, we're you know. We're on holiday. Listen, we're on holiday. We work nine to fives. We deserve a break as well. Yeah. Uh, you did really download a lot of the um, Andrew Tate episode that we done last last time around. So really appreciate that. Anyone who listened to that episode that liked it, you know, like this one as well. Watch this one and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you can catch us on our social media on Instagram is uh, Verbal Reasoning Podcast on Twitter is Podcast Verbal, uh, and yeah, just let us know what you think of the think of the podcast. Safe.